Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Charges. Her attorney will explain how the council member was interrogated and brought before a judge to plead guilty within hours of a DA who was subject of a DOJ investigation in 2016. And in our Education Matters segment, a high school dropout overcame the odds and is now, with the help of his son, teaching others how to overcome wealth barriers with his financial Literacy Academy. Folks, it is time to bring the funk on Roller Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the find. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Folks, here they roll Martin exclusive. A Texas man, folks, was tased in an ambulance after he had a seizure. He was tased by Colleen police officers. He has now filed a federal lawsuit against the three police officers, as well as the city alleging that his civil rights, his civil rights were actually violated. Truman McCollum Jr. suffered a medical emergency at a Burger King parking lot, causing him to hit another vehicle. 
This took place on January 16, 2021. Now, he was not responsive when he was removed from his car. He is then taken to an ambulance. Now, this is an exclusive body cam video provided to us by his attorneys shows Truman being tased multiple times in the ambulance and again when they moved him to the police car. Now, before we show you the video, we want you to warn you uh, because it could be triggering for you. This is the first time, uh, again, that this has been actually shown. So uh, let's play the video. Full traffic. Stop. 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 Let me see your hands. Turn around, turn around. Get in your stomach. Get on your stomach. Stop. 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 Oh, come on. Turn around, quick. Face that way. Face that way. Stop. Here we go, please. Get down, get down. 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 Sam, we need more units. Stop. Give me your hand. Quit. You're going to get it again. Get one arm. Let me see your hands. Come here. Come here. Quit moving. Quit moving. Hands are coming down. I don't want people to think. Stop. We're working on it. What drive uh, uh, It doesn't matter how it gets put on. One to ten, but go, she's hands. still uncontrollable. He's outside now. Quit.
roll it there. Hey, calm down, man. Calm down. Calm down. That's, that's Melinda's. We're inside the ambulance. All right. Chill. Breathe. Okay, we get him out of here. Hey, look, would you get out of here? Hey, hey. Quit! Get him out! Calm Get him down. out! I'm trying to bring you out! Quit! Watch his head! Watch quit his head! Swing. Hey, quit swinging oh, yourself around, okay? Uh, I'm trying to get you out of here. Alright? Go ahead, one more. Careful, careful. One step at a time, one step at a time. Go around, go around. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Hey, you're definitely under the influence of something. Please, man. Oh, shit. Oh, you let me go, man. I didn't even hurt you, man. Oh, hey, man. Oh, please. Please, man. Oh, please. Oh, please. Hey. 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 Listen to me. Just look forward and stop flailing around. Okay, we're, we're Hey, listen, listen. Put me, please. We're, hey, listen. Please, put me, hey, man. We're not, we're, not we're, we're just trying to search yeah. you. Yeah. Okay? All right, bring him in. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're good, we're good. Will you please, hey, man? Will you please hit me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, use your legs, cut it, cut it out. Use your legs. Stand up, stand up, sir. Stand up. So we're gonna get this Okay. I seen you moving around in hell. I was like, oh shit. You taste it. Okay, let me get my step out. You got me. Okay, let me out. I tase you? Yes. What? Yeah. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, hey, man. Is the seatbelt off? Almost, oh, almost, almost. Oh. So he's 95. Yeah. Oh. 34, 31, he's 95. That's me. All right.
Well, I certainly have lots of questions regarding this video. When we come back, we're going to talk with one of his attorneys, Rossi Williams, about this lawsuit and what we just witnessed. Uh, folks, we'll talk to her when we come back on Roland Martin Unfiltered, the Black Star Network. Don't forget, download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, also, support us in what we do. Your dollars make it possible for us to cover the news every single day. Send check-in money orders to P.O. Box 57196. Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available at bookstores nationwide. You can also get it from Target, Books a Million. Download your copy on Audible or order through your favorite black bookstore. But also, don't forget, today is the last day to vote for us for the NAACP Image Awards. You literally have less than three hours. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. What you then do is simply go to the Outstanding News Special category. Look for Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Votes Matter Election Night 2022. Cast your ballot for us. Again, the deadline is 9 p.m. tonight, so please cast your ballot. We'll be right back. Black Star Network is here. Oh, no punches! I'm real uh, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All the momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? 54th NAACP Image Awards is airing live on February 25th, honoring outstanding performances in film, television, theater, music, and literature. But this year, Roland Martin Unfiltered is nominated for Outstanding News or Information Series or Special. To vote, head to NAACPImageAwards.net, scroll down to Outstanding News slash Information Series, select the category. You have to click on hashtag Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Votes Matter Election Night Coverage. To submit your vote, you will need an email. Only one vote allowed per email. Voting ends on February 10th at 9 p.m. Vote today. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Hi, I'm Vivian Green. You're hey everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, Unfiltered. All right, folks, let's talk about that uh, video. We just saw a black man is suing uh, the city of Colleen 
uh, Texas Police Department, plus three officers uh, for being tased while he was in an ambulance. Uh, Rossi Williams is uh, one of his attorneys, uh, and uh, glad to have her uh, on the show. Rossi, I want to start with this. So this, this is where I'm confused. And so, um, uh, folks, do me a favor. I, I need you to uh, play the video again, because this, this is where I am absolutely confused. Uh, and I want you to play from the beginning, and then I'm going to fast forward it, fast forward it. Now, go ahead and play right now. So play it, because I need to understand. So your client is in the ambulance right now. Yes. Stop. Stop the video. Stop the video. Now, he is being attended to by paramedics, correct? Yes. All right. Play the video, folks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Now. Stop. Um, I'm trying to understand if he's being attended to by paramedics, why is he being stunned with the taser? Was he, did, 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 did the paramedics call for cops? Did they say that he was being unruly, that he would not uh, sit still on the gurney? No, that's not the case at all. In this situation, uh, Burger King employee witnessed Mr. McCollum experiencing a seizure in the drive-through. Mr. McCollum pulled up, made his order at the Burger King window. He was clearly coherent to make the order, and then he experienced a seizure. So as you can see in the footage when you first showed it, when the police and the first responders arrived, in response to the employee's call for medical assistance for a man experiencing a seizure, 
Truman was literally still unconscious because he'd suffered such a severe seizure. As a matter of fact, it's not even in dispute as to whether or not he was unconscious or incoherent because even the officers themselves throughout the body cam and later in their statements made the statement that Truman was incoherent. He was unresponsive at that time to command or stimuli. Those are their exact words. And so there was no reason for the city of Colleen Police Department to have tased him, to have done anything to him. The first responders were there and they'd taken him into the ambulance to receive the necessary treatment. That's why I, I just, again, I, okay, so they, they get a call, a medical emergency. Yes. Cops show up, ambulance shows up. Yes. He has a seizure. What, like, what the hell is the rationale for tasing somebody who has had a medical emergency and he's literally in the ambulance on the gurney being attended to by paramedics? There is none, Mr. Martin. And I do want to make sure I say uh, it's such a privilege to be here with you on your show. I did not have that opportunity to say that, but I definitely believe in giving honor where honor is due. So there was no reason for them to do so. As a matter of fact, what I'd like for everyone who's watching or listening to do is to imagine that at the very moment right now, you are doing exactly what you are doing and you are in your right mind and you know what you are doing then you experience a seizure which renders you unconscious. This means that the last thing you recall is whatever you are doing right now. Then you gradually begin to awaken out of the seizure, but when you awaken, and you're not even fully in your right mind yet, you are not in the place where you were right now when I ask you to imagine that you experienced this seizure. So for Mr. McCollum, the last place he knew himself to be was sitting behind the wheel of his car in the drive through lane of a Burger King in Colleen, Texas. But when he began to gradually awaken, not still yet coherent, not still yet in his right mind, what he awakened to was being strapped down inside of a container, because remember, he's on the gurney looking upward with police, first responders, people surrounding him, and he doesn't know what happened. And as you go through the footage, one thing you will notice is that not one of them told him initially why he was there. So he is still utterly confused. And someone saying, turn over. He's six feet three inside that small place. He's trying to turn over, but he still doesn't know these are police. He still doesn't know what happened. He's trying to turn over, and that's when they start tasing him. They don't feel he's turning over fast enough. They don't feel he's following their commands, even though by their own admission, 
He's incoherent. He doesn't even know what's going on. And they tase him. And then again, they tase him. That's not enough for them. They tase him, Mr. Martin. And then again, they tase him. You can see at one point he's fallen off of the stretcher. He's on the floor of the ambulance, screaming, pleading, still not even knowing what's going on, hence the bewildered look in his eyes, and they tase him again. At one point, Officer Urena even readies his taser to deploy again, and they tase him again. In his back, and all different parts of his body, they are tasing him. Right, because, so if, if, I am, if I have a seizure and I'm unconscious, and then all of a sudden I'm coming to, my, my, my natural reaction is like, what in the hell is going on? Because, uh, again, I mean, I've, in, in my life, I've, I've blacked out twice. I've blacked out twice. Uh, last time I was a child, uh, playing, playing football uh, in the front yard, heads collided, and being got, got knocked unconscious. I can only imagine if I come to consciousness and I come to consciousness, I, I'm coming back by virtue of a damn taser. I'm probably going to be swinging and, and all of that. I, I, I'm just still just trying to understand the logic of somebody being unconscious in an ambulance, in a gurney, and they decided we need to tase him to wake him up. I, I, I'm still, and, 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 and not only that, if you, go, if you roll that video, why, why, why aren't the paramedics saying, get the hell out of our ambulance? We are trying to deal with this man. Uh, you, see, that's, this is what I'm thinking. Again, I don't know what their protocols are. I'm thinking that when you are in an ambulance being attended to, the paramedics, they have custody and control. For cops to say, oh, we're just going to enter the, enter the ambulance and do what we want, to me, that has to be a violation of some fire department regulations. And I would say to you, the reason that they're not saying anything, I think, are multiple. Number one, they're not rolling, marching, unfiltered, wherein you would speak the truth as you have just done and done on so many issues. This is not what happens when in that camaraderie of the thin blue line of police firefighters, first responders, people are generally not going to speak up. It's no doubt they see this. And I must say, you may see me closing my eyes or even having to control my breathing as I watch because I stand in a righteous anger about what happened here. And I don't apologize for that, nor will I take down. And so they definitely could have said to the police, you need to leave. This man is not fighting anyone. He's not doing anything. He's just coming out of a seizure. He's not even totally coherent. And if there was a need, if there was a need to have uh, calmed him, the paramedics have the ability to do that. They have medications. They have access to call in to emergency physicians. In addition to being an attorney, I'm a registered nurse as well. So there were so many ways besides this to have handled this situation. Uh, it uh, certainly makes uh, no sense uh, whatsoever. Um, you filed a lawsuit. We uh, certainly keep us abreast of what is uh, next, uh, Rossi Williams.
Thank you so much. All right, folks. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, folks, so tight. One second. We come back. We'll talk to the panel about uh, this uh, story, plus other news of the day. You're watching Roller Mart Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Folks, again, you don't have much time. Go to the NAA, go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. Vote for us to win the outstanding news special uh, for if, if the Image Award. It's vote.naacpimageawards.net. Uh, scroll down to the outstanding news category. Uh, then select Roller Martin Unfiltered, Black Votes Matter, Election Night 2022. Uh, and then, of course, one email uh, per, um, per vote. Uh, you have until 9 p.m. Eastern, so that means you have two and a half hours, two hours and 33 minutes exact, to cast the ballot. So please support us in doing that so we can bring uh, this home. So go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, folks. Uh, let's hit 1,000 likes in the first 30 minutes of the show. We shouldn't have to wait for the whole show. If you're on Facebook, hit share. Same thing if you're on the Black Star Network app uh, as well. And then don't forget, you can watch us on Amazon News as well. If you're on Amazon Fire Stick, click Amazon News, and you can check our 24-hour streaming channel. So please check us out. We'll be right back. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, a relationship that we have to have. We're often afraid of it and don't like to talk about it. That's right. We're talking about our relationship with money. And here's the thing. Our relationship with money oftentimes determines whether we have it or not. The truth is you cannot change what you will not acknowledge. Balancing your relationship with your pocketbook. That's next on A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, here at Black Star Network. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. An hour of living history with Dr. Richard Mariba Kelsey thinker, builder, author, and one of the most important and impactful elders in the African-American community. He reflects on his full and rich life and shares his incomparable wisdom about our past, present, and future. African genius is, is, is saying that my uncle was a genius, my brother was a genius, my neighbor was a genius. I think we ought to drill that in ourselves and move ahead rather than believing that I got it. That's next on The Black Table, here on the Black Star Network. Carl Payne pretended to be Roland Martin. Holla! Hi, I'm Chaley Rose, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, let's welcome our Friday panel, Killer Kip Friday panel, Kelly Bethea, communication strategist, Michael Imhotep, host the African History Network show, Matt Manning, civil rights attorney. Uh, Matt, you're one of the attorneys uh, on this case, uh, and... Um, and again, I, 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 I'm just completely um, at a loss to understand the logic, the logic of a phone call being made, them saying the man is unconscious, it's a medical emergency, cops come, paramedics come, the man gets put into, a, into an ambulance. Um, if y'all go back, roll a video from the beginning. I, I don't, not them walking. No, from the beginning. No, so roll it to the video when he's actually in the car. Because what, because what, first of all, Matt, what happened was, do, do we have video of him initially being taken out of the car and then put into the ambulance? Or, or uh, so, so is this the video here? Is this the beginning? Okay, so this is them arriving on the scene. You see the body camera footage. You see the ambulance there. Uh, and what, is he still in the vehicle? All right, so so we're going to the video here. Pull the sound up, please. That blue truck involved? Yeah, that's the truck that got hit. I thought it was stage two, I got hit. Right. So the Burger King workers tell him- hey, what's up, man? There's a medical emergency. What happened? Uh, I was like, first of all, just I'm sure I'm showing you that I got my weapon right now. Okay, I appreciate that. Just in case it had been somebody, you know, crazy stuff. Uh, so that's uh, not, the, that Matt, that's not the client. No. That's the, that's, that's the car that he hit. Okay. So, so he hit a car. Okay. All right, guys, fast forward, please. I need you to fast forward to, uh, I need you to fast forward to when they go to uh, McCollum's car, please. All right, so fast forward to when they go to McCollum's car. Uh, and I just want to see, uh, come on guys, fast forward, thank you. All right, so here we go. They are approaching his car.
And so we see him in the car. If, if, the camera, if he looks up, let's see. Hope. So we see that he, airbags are deployed. You see he's not moving in the car. So you can tell the man's, you can tell the man's un, unconscious. Head is back. So put us in, keep the video, I'm gonna talk to Matt. So Matt, so pull the audio down please so I can talk to Matt. So, so Matt, here's what's crazy. He's clearly unconscious. So if they take him out of the car and put him in the ambulance, what is the logic to just all of a sudden say, let's go tase him? There, there's no logic whatsoever. And I think you hit the nail on the head earlier, you know, this is a situation where the paramedics are in charge, right? Because they're administering medical care per the calls that they got, all of which were- Yeah, so right, so right now, we literally see them lifting him out of the car, placing him on the gurney, strapping him in, um, and then, uh, guys, let it keep rolling, because, uh, I, and I wanna see, I'm about to hit the stopwatch, because I, I just wanna look at time, so, Stopwatches on, so I want to see time that expires from when they go from here to. So he's he's sitting up. Is he? I can't tell if he's if he's conscious or not. No, he looked like he's still unconscious. Yeah, he is at this point, and you know the thing that's especially um, strange with this Roland is that not only were the paramedics treating him, but anyone who has basic understanding of what happens after you experience a seizure understands that there's a period of time during which the person is kind of reconstituting themselves, right? Getting their bearings. So to tase them at this juncture makes literally no sense, particularly because uh, it's obvious that he's, he's out of it. He's unconscious. And you keep asking what the logic is. There is no logic here. What this is is trigger-happy cops, frankly. Uh, I, mean, I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, Kelly, watching this, I mean, it, it, it goes to show you what uh, African-Americans have to deal with. I mean, this is a very clear and undeniable e medical emergency. And to go from an emergency, medical emergency to somehow this guy is a massive threat, so therefore they have to stun him, is unbelievable. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I pause because it is so angering to me to see yet another video like this we have seen so many i've been on your show for almost four years now and it's at least once a month that we see a video where a black person is being pretty much terrorized and or tortured by cops who do not understand that not only black lives matter but black people are human period there is no reason why you see an unconscious black man and still see him as a threat to your profession and to your life such that you need to tase him while he's not doing anything to you because he literally cannot do anything. Um, who is, and, and Matt can probably talk about this, but did the tase, the, uh, he was tased six times um, from what you just said. Did that not worsen his condition? Who's to say what the uh, lasting effects of this will be? Why would you taste somebody who already went through a seizure, who is still, technically speaking, going through the seizure until he is medically um, diagnosed as being out of it? Um, I, I want to know whether the EMTs have been implicated 
in this at all because I feel like they did not take into consideration their patient when they let these cops in right uh, into the ambulance and 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 how they just didn't have regard for his life even though that's their job too guys I don't know why I don't that I have and it's it's all just absolutely absurd while we playing the video again okay I, I, what I was trying to do is I wanted to see how long folks it was for him being taken out and then him and then the next video of them going into the ambulance and so was this not one continuous video okay but it, so what they went back to the guy's truck got his information okay all right so I need what I need y'all to do is mark the video where they took him out Mark that video, fast forward to when they actually, uh, uh, and then tell me how much time elapsed. No, 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 listen to me again. Go back to the point where they took him out of the car. Look at the timer and tell me what that time was. Fast forward to when they get into the ambulance and then subtract, that tells you how much time it was. Then tell me what that time was. All right, Michael. Um, again, we, 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 see these, we see these cases we see these mm -hmm. things happen. Folk always like it. Like I did, I did some conservative show the other day. They're like, oh, you guys are always being victims because we get victimized. The fact of the matter yeah. is, I, I just, again, uh, again, I, I, I just don't understand if you're unconscious, how are you a threat? Right, right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know black black while being unconscious I guess I don't know I, I I'm reading this story I saw the interview with the attorney uh brilliant sister I'm listening to Matt and I'm trying to figure out something so I think uh Matt the article from kdhnews.com I think uh they quoted you one of the things that uh one of the attorneys I think it was you Matt uh, that mentioned that the uh, police officers were trying at least a couple of the police officers were trying to make up a charge after they already tased uh, Mr. McCollum multiple times. Uh, we, we have that. I, I, wanted, I wanted more information about that, Matt. And then also, I was trying to figure out at what point did they first start tasing him? And have you gotten any explanation from the police department or anything like that behind this? No, uh, Michael, great questions, and I'll answer all of them. The first thing I'll tell you is, ironically, I got the city's motion to dismiss as I was waiting for the show today. So they just finally uh -huh. filed into the case, yeah, literally probably half an hour ago, um, because, you know, they probably know that we're preparing to do further media there in Colleen on Monday. But the first right. question uh, that you asked, Michael, is that's actually one of the worst parts of this case, and it comes near the end of the video. But near the end of the video, the sergeant who comes on is actually a black woman. And she's talking to two of the officers who are involved, and she says almost verbatim, what do we have him on? Now that he's gone, once he's left the scene, what do we have him on? Because we got called out here for a medical charge, right? So what right, do we have right. him on? So then the officers start talking for probably three minutes plus about what they're going to charge him with. And they're trying to determine, should we charge him with resisting arrest? Should we charge him with, uh, you know, another offense, DWI? And one of the officers who's who's been sued as well says you can't charge him for resisting because you can't say that he was coherent enough to recognize you were the police. Oh, wow. So right. they themselves <laughs> recognize oh, wow. he wasn't coherent. And that's in the video. That's not that's not us reaching out. That's in the video. So, so on the video, so, you hear them discussing this. But here's yes. the other deal. 
You haven't determined what happened to him. Right. So, so for, for, again, if you're the cops, because <coughs> I, 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 this actually happened, I was, this was probably like, this is three years ago. I'm in D.C., and I'm on, I'm on the freeway, and there's this guy, and he is driving on, he's weaving in traffic, it's, it's all traffic, and he is driving along the, um, along, along the, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the median. And what happened was he literally starts ramming into other cars and he's scraping like 10, 20 cars. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? What happened the next day? The next day I see uh, on the news that there was a medical emergency. I think he was either suffering a heart attack, a stroke, or same thing, a seizure. And this guy was driving. And so I went, oh, that explains what I actually saw. So if you're a cop and you arrive there, you haven't run a breathalyzer, so you can't say he was drunk. You haven't, you don't have any toxicology report. You can't say he was high. The man is unconscious. So you probably gotta wait till the paramedics ascertain, first of all, stabilize him. To, first of all, let's get him awake, stabilize him, run tests to then understand what was going on, and that will determine what the. This is, it was like, they were like, yo, can we find a reason to tag his ass? They, they were. And if I can add a few things that are particularly important for your analysis, Roland, a couple things. The so, first so, hold on, Matt. So, they're now, telling me it yeah. was three minutes and 30 seconds from him being taken out of the ambulance to the point where they started tasing him. Three and a half minutes. So, the paramedics only had three and a half minutes with this guy, and he's still... Uh, he's still um, uh, unconscious. Go ahead. And what you see is you see the first officer, Urena, who was doing the actual tasing. You see him enter the ambulance, but you don't see my client in any way being combative, attacking anybody, doing anything that would... Guys, roll a video back. Of... Roll a video back to see him enter. Use Go ahead, force. Matt. You don't see anything that, at all that justifies any use of force, let alone something as high on the spectrum of force as a tasing. Um, number one. But beyond that, they did, in fact, charge him with criminal offenses, and they, you know, didn't do that right. I'm, hand I'm going to handle his uh, criminal defense, and, you know, well, that's going to be voracious because they didn't do their job correctly under Texas law. So, so, here, so, here, so here, right here, Matt, this, hit play, guys. This is the cops. Turn the audio up, please. Full traffic. Okay. Stop. Grab him down. Grab him down. Grab him down. All right. So you, you, you hear something about stop. Have you ascertained anything that the paramedics were yelling for the... Guys, turn the audio down. Uh, well, the paramedics were yelling for the cops. Hey, hey, we need your help. No, no, no. I have not yet. My understanding is the officer who is on the other side of the taser, the one with the baseball cap, um, called... Urena to come and try to help subdue him, but what you don't ever see and what you never hear is any indication whatsoever that he was hurting anyone, combative, aggressive, in any way. So it's almost like they are trying to require him to receive medical treatment, and obviously, as you know, I mean, he's able of his own volition to refuse medical treatment, but beyond that, they are not able to use force where force is not justified, any kind of force, let alone you know, less lethal force like a taser. But not only did they tase him in the ambulance, Roland, they also tased him in the car. 
Um, so as you see, the lawsuit alleges all of the times you can clearly see the taser, but it's my wow. understanding he was tased even more times. And without saying too much, there are objective third parties who uh, received him and made contact with him after this ordeal who were irate, um, not only to the extent of they thought that this is the kind of thing that the city of Colleen does all the time, but mm. also that what happened to him objectively is just indefensible and without any kind of justification. So Stunning. I think what you should really show is the end of the video so you can see the police trying to get together to come up with a charge. And now he's facing a, a misdemeanor criminal charge when he had a medical issue. And by the way, during the time that the police are trying to figure out what's going on, the Burger King people are the people who called 911 to begin with. But one of the managers comes out and shows one of the officers the actual video where they saw uh, him have the seizure. And he says almost verbatim, see, you can see him twitching in the car. You know, he had a seizure. So wow. the police had no cause that anything criminal happened, and they nonetheless treated him in such a dehumanizing way. Absolutely stunning. All right, folks, hold tight one second. We come back. We're going to talk about Prairie View and University. Uh, Dr. Ruth Simmons, one of the top university professors, in, excuse me, university presidents in America, uh, announces she is leaving at the end of the month in a dispute with the Texas A&M Chancellor, John Sharp. Wait until we read for you her letter that she sent out. We'll also talk with the head of the Black Caucus in Texas about this as well. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Hood-Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. For new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, A Balanced Life with Dr. Jackie. The 54th NAACP Image Awards is airing live on February 25th, honoring outstanding performances in film, television, theater, music, and literature. But this year, Roland Martin Unfiltered is nominated for Outstanding News or Information Series or Special. To vote, head to NAACPImageAwards.net, scroll down to Outstanding News slash Information Series, select the category. You have to click on hashtag Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Votes Matter Election Night Coverage. To submit your vote, you will need an email. Only one vote allowed per email. Voting ends on February 10th at 9 p.m. Vote today. Black Star Network is here. Oh, no punch! It's a real um, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black own media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? Hi, I'm Teresa Griffin. Hi, my name is Latoya Luckett, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, uh, today I got, I got this letter that was made public uh, from Dr. Ruth Simmons. She is the president of Prairie View A&M University, one of the most esteemed university presidents in America. She was the president, of course, of two Ivy League colleges. Uh, she took over a Prairie View, uh, surprising many folks. Uh, and she really, really brought a lot there, the amount of resources, the level of professionalism. I mean, you name it, everyone from students, faculty, staff, alumni had talked about uh, the amazing job that she has done. One of the things that Dr. Simmons talked about is she wanted, and she spoke at an HBCU conference where she wanted, uh, she expressed how she wanted HBCUs to properly uh, make the transition from one president to the next in terms of how you leave and how you actually um, um, provide for a university. And so she announced uh, last year that she was stepping down. And I remember when she did so, and I, I, even that initial announcement, I was like, something is not quite right here. I just, in terms of with the announcement, I said, I wonder if she's really leaving because she wants to leave. But 
So that was the case. And so she laid out the timetable for how she was going to leave. The Texas A&M University uh, uh, system, the Board of Regents, announced uh, a new president. Uh, she was going to be leaving uh, at the end of May. Well, today she released a letter saying that she would be leaving at the end of February. Pull up the graphic, please. Uh, and I want you to listen to what Dr. Simmons says. She said, to the Prairie View Annam University community, it is with great sadness that I write to inform you that I will leave my position as president of Prairie View Annam University at the end of February. No one is more surprised than I by this premature end to my tenure. Indeed, I had counted on working assiduously to assure the success of my successor by completing in full and as ably as I can my responsibilities as president. However, I was informed recently that I could only continue as president with limited presidential authority. My immediate response was that I could not and would not agree to being president in name only. No enduring good can arise from subservice to low standards and expectations. Having been through two previous presidential transitions at leading institutions, I'm aware of how such an important moment in the life of a university must be conducted with utmost attention to continuing the work unfailingly and with the highest standards. When I agreed almost six years ago to become president of Prairie View, I promised that I would be all in from the moment I commenced my role until the moment I stepped down. I believe that promise to be inviolable. I cannot now become a leader accepting lowered expectations. I will continue to speak out for high standards and just decisions on behalf of the university and other HBCUs. I will support the efforts of faculty, staff, and students who seek the best for themselves and their university. We must not be held hostage to how others choose to see us or treat us, but instead continue to chart our own path, demonstrating the pride, commitment, and integrity that defines us. I now say to you all what I've said to graduating students in years past. Work hard to achieve at the highest level. Be strong in your convictions. Insist on being treated with the fairness you deserve and continue always to seek justice. With immense gratitude for your support and friendship, Ruth J. Simmons. Now, John Sharp, who is the chancellor of the Texas A&M University system, he released his own statement in response to her letter. Please pull that up. This is what he said. He said, when presidents in the Texas A&M University system announce they are leaving, they cannot hire senior staff or deans except on an interim basis so that the new president can choose the leadership team he or she will be working with during their term. This decade-long policy applies to all of our presidents. It should be noted that we afforded the same courtesy to Dr. Simmons when George Wright announced his retirement as president of Prairie View A&M University. We simply believe new presidents should be able to choose their top staff. As an example, Mike Young announced his retirement over a year before he left Texas A&M University, and he could not hire a dean or top staff except on an interim basis. That allowed the new president, Kathy Banks, to fill those slots. I informed Dr. Simmons that we will not make exceptions to this policy, and she chose to resign. I am sorry she chose this path, but I am forever grateful for her service at Prairie View a and University and look forward to even greater things in the future. Dr. Tamika Legrand will assume her duties as president on June 1st, as previously pl planned. Uh, that is Chancellor uh, John Sharp. Uh, joining us right now uh, is uh, Representative Jarvis Johnson. He, is, of course, leads the Texas Black Caucus there. Uh, 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 Representative Johnson, glad to have you. So, 
Um, Dr. Ruth Simmons is no joke. Uh, this is not a woman uh, who uh, suffers uh, lapses of judgment, if you will. Uh, this is a, a woman who served as the president of Brown University, Ivy League University, for 11 years. She also later became the president of Smith College, called one of the Seven Sisters, the largest women's college in the United States. Uh, and so she is one of the top leaders. Are you, is John Sharp trying to convince me that she's saying, I need to do what my predecessor couldn't do, what other presidents couldn't do? Is there something else going on here? But of course, this is dog whistling for what they always do. They, they have the greatest president. Uh, and, and by the way, thank you, Roland, for always doing what you do. And I want to make something clear. I'm on the executive board of the uh, Texas Legislative Black Caucus as the treasurer. So I want to make sure that I'm clear about that. Um, but but, they you're, always, but but you're the former chair. So gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, go ahead. But uh, when you look at what Doc, Dr. Simmons has been to not only Prairie View A&M, but to universities across this country, She's done a phenomenal job. And when you have someone with this um, pedigree and, and with this background, you let her go out on her own terms. And the fact that even today, this is, this is not a day that has, uh, or a moment or time that has passed her by, she is still viable. She is still bringing tens of millions of dollars to the university. She is still raising the academic uh, standards at, at Prairie View um, to be told, hey, thank you for your time, move on. Uh, while all the while she has said she wanted to make sure that the next president that comes in, that there is a, a smooth transition so that they understand, that they don't lose um, the progress that was made. See, uh, I'm, see I'm, I'm not, see, I, I guess this is what, and again, look, I know John Sharp. I'm a Texas A&M graduate. I called him. Uh, he didn't call me back. Uh, I, pay, I sent word from some other people for him to call me because I need to understand this. I, I simply cannot believe that Dr. Ruth Simmons would say, Oh, uh, I need to do what my, what my predecessor couldn't do. I need to do what other university uh, folks couldn't do. I, I'm not buying that. I, I just, I mean, I, if, again, if, if knowing who she is, and, and look, I was just with her in November. November 14th was my birthday. I flew to Houston. She had a dinner in honor of Chris Tucker, uh, and it was a great dinner. And sitting there at her table, listening to her uh, talk about uh, the, uh, the vision, how she conducted herself. This is not a woman who is just going to pop off and be and just fire off. No, this is someone who carries herself with a high degree of dignity. Um, I, I just, I, I'm just not believing, oh, you, she wanted just to hire deans and hire top staff knowing full well a new president was coming in when the same thing happened with her. I, I'm going to go to a break. I want you to answer on the flip side. So, I, and again, I, I've been calling around. We tried to get uh, some Prairie View A&M Alumni Association on. I've been told by many people this was a talk of the Prairie View alumni chat rooms uh, all day. But something just, I, my gut is saying, ah, something else is at play here. 
and not what Sharp said there. And so, uh, I, 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 so I want to come back and talk about that when we come back. Again, folks, you're watching Rollerbart Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Share button on Facebook. Same thing, the Black Star Network app. Speaking of the Black Star Network app, download it if you have not done so. We've, we got a hundred, we got a million subscribers on YouTube. We need a million downloads of the Black Star Network app, folks. We own it. We control it. This is how we control our own destiny. Download it to your iPhone, Apple phone, uh, Android TV, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Speaking of Amazon TV, Fire TV, we are actually on the Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, you can see, click Apple, you can click uh, Amazon News. You can watch our 24-hour, seven days a week streaming channel right there, along with CNN, MSNBC, and the rest of them on Amazon uh, Fire TV. And we got some great news coming up, some other announcements, how you can see our 24-hour channel. So trust me, we got some great things coming down the pipeline. And we'll be discussing more of this preview story, which is confusing to me right here. We'll be right back. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. There's an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. a chair take your seat the black tape with me dr greg carr here on the black star network every week we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in join the conversation only on the black star network we're all impacted by the culture whether we know it or not from politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. What's up, y'all? I'm Will Packer. I'm Chrisette Michelle. Hi, I'm Chaley Rose, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, welcome back. We're talking about uh, Prairie View University President Dr. Ruth Simmons. Uh, uh, stepping down at the end of the month. Uh, Representative Johnson, uh, again, so I was talking about, so for all people who are watching, just understand this woman's career, which is why I'm saying this is not making sense. One, uh, she was an assistant professor. Uh, first of all, she's a native of Texas, graduate of uh, Dillard University, uh, got her master's and doctorate from Harvard University, assistant professor at the University of New Orleans. She worked at California State University, Northridge, then went on to USC, University of Southern California, then went to Princeton University as assistant dean of faculty, then associate dean of faculty. She was provost of Spelman College. She went back to Princeton as vice provost. She became president of Smith College uh, and led the university for six years from 1995 to 2001. Then she became the president and the first African-American woman to lead an Ivy League school when she took over Brown University, serving there uh, again for 11 years. Led a $1.4 billion initiative, the largest in the university's history. Uh, again, hailed as one of the top university presidents in America. Uh, served on uh, the board of Goldman Sachs, uh, folks. Then, of course, uh, she then, uh, uh, then she decides uh, to come out of retirement uh, and was invited to leave Prairie View A&M. Uh, and again, uh, she took over uh, as an interim president in July, on July 1st, 2017, and became the president. And she, her goal was to raise this HBCU to we be not one of the top HBCUs, one of the top countries. That, Representative Johnson, uh, is, is what uh, is, is bothersome because she talked about the proper transition from leader to leader, and she laid out how it should be done. Clearly, the Texas A&M Chancellor had a different idea. 
It, 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 ain't, it ain't bothersome. You know, you know better than I do, just like we see it all the time. This is that black magic that Dr. Simmons has put in place that they didn't think this, this woman, who does have a pedigree, would come out of retirement and then do the miraculous, wonderful thing that she did at, at the university. Uh, and, and, and then when she says, look, I'm going to go ahead and step down. And by the way, I've had multitude, a multitude of conversations with Dr. Simmons uh, over the years as we talked about getting more money for the university, uh, as we talked about increasing research dollars, so forth and so on, because I'm a member of appropriations and of Article 3 that deals with education. Uh, and so she did such a wonderful job that it seems like people got intimidated. They got intimidated by the very nature of what they always tell us to do. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. And so here it is that this Houston woman, this hometown uh, woman, came back home, then went to Prairie View and, and did a phenomenal job. And then they said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't expect you to start competing with A&M. We didn't think you would start competing against uh, the big universities. Uh, we just wanted you to stay in your lane. And so through that transition to move from uh, president to emeritus, but to make sure that the transition is easy for the new president to keep the progress, they said, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. You just need to go ahead and leave and leave it up for, for the new president uh, to handle to handle her business and, and do it as she sees fit. Um, I think that's disingenuous. And I think it was done purposely um, because I don't think that they like the success uh, that that prayer view is having. Uh, and so we have to look at that because when you look at how the um, the university system is, how board uh, members are. Are, are chosen, and even those board members are then choosing presidents. Uh, they want to choose presidents based on what they think is going to be best suited for their narrative and what they want. Dr. Simmons pushed the envelope. She pushed the envelope when it came to, 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 to uh, critical race theory. She pushed the envelope and letting students speak their mind and, and, and do the research that was necessary. That upset a lot of, a lot of people that didn't want her to do that. Um, but Dr. Simmons said over and over again to me, I'm comfortable where I am. I've had a great career, uh, and there's nothing that you could do to harm me. Uh, but at the end of the day, they do want to make sure that they're uh, destroying her legacy by simply telling her, leave. And I think that in itself is um, um, very hurtful, uh, very disrespectful uh, for a woman like Dr. Simmons, who has done a phenomenal job at Prairie View and giving all HBCUs a great day. Uh, indeed. Representative Johnson, we really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, my brother. Uh, sir. Uh, Michael, I'm, I'll, I'll go to you. The, the thing here, first of all, folks, uh, like I said, this is a photo of me with, with Dr. Simmons, as well as uh, Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. Uh, this is uh, from November 14th, when she had the dinner in Houston for um, comedian Chris Tucker. Uh, and, and, and she, uh, again, I'm just, I, I just don't understand. If they said, Dr. Simmons, you can't hire deans and top staff uh, because you're leaving in June, that's what happened with your predecessor, this was happening with every university president, I don't see Dr. Simmons saying, oh, that's unacceptable. That's why I'm like, uh, this is not, I, I, I'm, again, I've covered a lot of stories. If you go back, guys, pull her letter up again. You read this. Come on, pull her letter up. Come on. Come on, let's go. You read her letter. This, when she says, no, go to the next page. 
No. When she says good. no enduring good can arise from subservice to low standards and expectations. She then goes on uh, uh, to talk about previous administrations and then says, uh, I promised that I would be all in from the moment I commenced my role until the moment I stepped down. I believe that promise to be inviolable. Go to the next page. She then says, says we must not be held hostage to how others choose to see us or treat us, but instead continue to chart our own path, demonstrating the pride, commitment, and integrity that defines us. Michael, that, she's saying a whole lot there. A yeah. whole lot there. It's, it sounds like they're, they're uh, handcuffs on her. Uh, it sounds like things that she wants to accomplish or something. And I, you mentioned in the interview, uh, you mentioned um, a fear or something like that when the HBCU tries to compete with a predominantly white institution. Is that what you said? No, 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 no. Representative Johnson uh, made that co comment uh, in right. terms of, because obviously Texas A&M, uh, is right. the is the, is 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 one of the flagship institutions in the state. Her whole deal is Preview long history uh, should also be uh, a major institution. It's under the Texas A&M University system, though. Unlike Texas Southern right. University, which the other HBCU, which is a standalone, they're under no one system. Go ahead. So when she talks about substandard, and Sub, she says subservice. So subservice, and then it sounds like she's saying that because of the structure or the restrictions that are being put on her, she can't fulfill the promises that she made of being able to take uh, uh, Prairie View to the next level. And I know that sometimes when you have an HBCU that can become a rival to taking students away from a predominantly white institution in the same state, that can ruffle a lot of feathers. And sometimes those feathers are on the board of directors of that very of that very HBCU. Cause because all all skin folk are not our kin folk. So um hopefully we'll find out what this is really all about. But it seems like she was uh uh trying to send us some messages. Oh and, no, and, no, and, she, and, no, and, no, 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 Mike, Mike, she was no, 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 Mike, Mike, she wasn't trying, Kelly. I, I, I read, yeah. I read that letter. She wasn't yeah. trying. <laughs> no, oh, I thought you were going to say something else, but no, you're, you're like, I was just like, ooh, this is a kind of letter where it's like, if you're going to go out, this is definitely like the framework or the blueprint for whoever's coming in next to have a glimpse as to what she had to endure. But what I wanted to point out beyond the the very thinly veiled uh, racism that is, we don't want Prairie View to be better than anything else that is white in Texas. Um, like you said in, in, in your entire presentation of her, this is a very accomplished Black woman. And I could not help but think of the many incredibly accomplished Black women that I have seen endure something similar in that you are invited in by white leadership, you are 
praised for what you have done in the past and they're so excited about it. And then basically the end result being, we don't like you anymore. You're doing too much. You got to go. And it immediately made me think of this chart that I saw at, at least a year or so ago, basically the the pathway for women of right. color in the white workplace where it's, you know, the honeymoon phase and then the reality where the black woman actually sees what's wrong with the organization and she tries to, you know, uh, come up with solutions within the structure that she's right. given and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, they don't want all that. At the end of the day, she was really just tokenized and... I, uh... and Wanted on a pedestal. Uh, Matt, again, if people were at that dinner and if they saw how she spoke and how she carried herself, this is a woman who is accustomed to being in rarefied air, who is accustomed to being among the elite of the elite. She don't play. No, and I'll say the only better breakup record is Frankie Beverly and Mays before I let go. But look, um, that line, no enduring good, is it, it is beautiful because it shows you, first, the colonialism, essentially, in academia that still exists when an HBCU is, to use her words, subservient to a larger university. I mean, the idea that a president is there but ultimately cannot be fully in charge of the, the uh, entity is the real problem because— even if what Sharp is saying is true, the question becomes, why is the president divested of her ability to, until she's gone, choose whom she thinks is best to lead the university forward? But also, to your point, I mean, she has uh, been an administrator at some of the best institutions in the country. So I cannot imagine it's as one-dimensional an, an issue as she wanted to hire people as she was on her way out. It doesn't even make sense that it would be that simple. It's more kind of to what Kelly and, and Michael said, the idea that, you know, here she is exceeding expectations. And to that point, we had a story on your show maybe six months ago about FAMU and how FAMU was getting grief from, I guess, the state of Florida system or whatever systems on top for too many students coming in. So they had a financial issue there, kind of to Michael's point, the idea that- That was, uh, that was, was uh, supposed... yeah, Tennessee State. I thought it was FAMU that we discussed it in the context, but maybe maybe you're yeah, correct. That, that, but no, any, I'm it, sorry, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. North Carolina A&T got fined okay. because they had more students, more students came in over the state cap. Go ahead. Correct. And I, I'm sorry, I said the wrong university. But the principle is still the right. idea that this, the system is not happy with the idea that the HBCU is punching way out of its weight class yep. and not staying in its place. And, you know, the idea, if you read her letter, what she said pretty clearly is, I will not remain somewhere where we're subserving it to low standards, but also where I cannot be the president the way I told you I would be president until I left. So uh, the idea that she's divested of her ability to choose really calls into question why that that structure still exists um, in a system this way, and whether the same structure is being, you know, enforced as it relates to those who are leading PWIs. Uh, pull up her letter again, real quick. <clears throat> Go to the next page. <clears throat> okay, got it. Okay, first of all, folk, I need y'all to properly read the letter because you made a mistake in her letter. She did not say subservice. Uh, thank you for getting text message. Go to my iPad, please. She said subservience. So that was a screw up on our part. Please don't do that again, folks. Quote it right. Subservience is what she said. And subservience, folks, is defined as willingness to obey others unquestioningly. 
or the condition of being less important than something else. So what she actually wrote was, no enduring good can arise from subservience to low standards and expectations. So uh, yeah, she was saying a whole lot in that letter. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to a break, we'll be right back. And again, we reached out to uh, for Chancellor John Sharp to come on, he has not called me back. Uh, we did call Prairie View University, Dr. Simmons was not doing any interviews. We also reached out to the Prairie View Alumni Association uh, and they made no one available as well. So hopefully we'll get more information to figure out really what's happening there uh, at PV. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Black Star Network is here. Oh, no punch! A real uh, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All the momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? 54th NAACP Image Awards is airing live on February 25th, honoring outstanding performances in film, television, theater, music, and literature. But this year, Roland Martin Unfiltered is nominated for Outstanding News or Information Series or Special. To vote, head to NAACPImageAwards.net, scroll down to Outstanding News slash Information Series, select the category. You have to click on hashtag Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Votes Matter Election Night Coverage. To submit your vote, you will need an email. Only one vote allowed per email. Voting ends on February 10th at 9 p.m. Vote today. Hi, I'm Vivian Green. Hey everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, Unfiltered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Folks, a Louisiana councilwoman has been indicted for voter fraud. She says she is innocent of these charges. Uh, uh, Vile Platt City Councilwoman Christina Sam went to the DA office of uh, Trent Brickneck in November to report being harassed by the relative of her political opponent. She was then called back to the DA's office on November 17th, thinking she's going to be questioned about her complaint. Instead, she was interrogated for more than four hours and falsely accused, she says, of registering voters in her district and did not live within the district. She says she was told the only way she could get out of jail that day was by accepting a guilty plea. So she initially took a plea bargain to voter fraud. At this point, Sam has not been indicted on any charges. Sam was indicted last week after her attorney tried to get the DA recused from the case. This is the same DA who was investigated in 2016 by the DOJ. Uh, Rochelle Jones represents Councilwoman Sam. She joins me now from Lafayette, Louisiana. Rochelle, how are you? Well, and thank you for having me. All right, so, okay. So she goes to the, she, she goes to the DA to report somebody else. Then they call her back three days later, interrogates her, and then nothing happens. That, that's correct, Roland. Nothing happens, and she's called two days later to return to the DA's office, and she was under the belief that she had to go and provide information about the complaint she made. Instead, when she, was a, when she arrived to the DA's office, she was locked in a room for more than four hours with the district attorney, Trent Brignac, and his office investigator, and interrogated. She was not allowed to leave, and she was told unless she pled guilty to the crime that day and resigned her seat from the city council, she would be arrested and sent to jail. So that's what happened for more than four hours. My client describes her experience with the district attorney as being tormented by him. During his four hours, she even had to use the restroom, and he followed her to the restroom and waited outside the door while she used the restroom so that she would not leave. You know, so the experience was not only one of torment, but also of humiliation for her. And this is a public official in that parish. Okay, so then... Then, okay, so explain the indictment and how that just arises. So we filed a motion to recuse the district attorney back in December of 2022, and the judge set it for a hearing on February 6th. 
So literally five days before the judge sets a hearing to recuse the district attorney, he summons a secret, um, out-of-the-blue grand jury proceeding and obtains an indictment. But Roland, as the saying goes, uh, a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. The district attorney's office has sole control over a grand jury proceedings. We are not allowed to present evidence or witnesses or dispute any of the charges. That is the secret proceedings of a district attorney's office. And so, so we go from need to plead to all of a sudden now she's indicted. Yes, and, and, and Roland, I have to go back to the November 17th day. So in a span of four hours, she's interrogated, forced to, to plead guilty to a crime that she did not commit, by the way. She's brought before a judge after 5.30 p.m. when everyone has left the courthouse. And uh, the district attorney asked the judge to take, take up her plea. He also, before that, approaches multiple public defenders and begs them to go on the public court record and act as if they have been this lady's attorney so that the plea deal could look legitimate. All of the public re defenders refused to sign the plea form or participate in the proceeding. One of the public defenders even said that the district attorney became visibly angry with him because he refused to stand in on the court record as her attorney. And the district attorney did not tell him my client was a public official and that she was being charged with voter fraud. So what's next? What's next, Roland, is that the, the judge, uh, the local judge um, in Evangeline Parish had denied our motion to recuse the district attorney. And so we have now uh, filed the appropriate paperwork for the Louisiana Third Circuit Court of Appeals to review his decision. It is clear that this district attorney has a personal interest in this case. He treated my client differently. He rushed a felony criminal proceeding through the court process in a matter of five to six hours. I promise you, Roland, that uh, Vladimir Putin and Russia allows his criminal defend defendants more time and more more time to process a criminal case in Russia than what happened to my client in Evangeline Parish on November 17th. So we are awaiting the Court of Appeals decision on to recuse this district attorney in this case. And we are hopeful and confident that the law is on our side and he will be recused because of his uh, very personal prosecution of my client. All right, then, Rochelle, we shall appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Uh, let us know uh, exactly what happens. Thank you, Roland. I'll keep you updated. All right. Thanks a lot. You know, folks, um, it's crazy when you see these different things here. Uh, and and speaking, uh, speaking of that, um, uh, Matt, uh, Michael, as well as uh, Kelly, did you see the story out of Alabama where black students protested at a high school because they said that the authorities, the school authorities, Said, told them, if you have a Black History Month program, you cannot discuss anything that took place before 1970. Now, wow. no, 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 wow. no, no, seriously, straight up, uh, straight up. I saw I, that story from the uh, Korea. I was uh, talking to um, uh, someone earlier uh, about this, and uh, they couldn't believe it. 200 students uh, at Hillcrest uh, High School in Tuscaloosa County Again, walked out on Wednesday 
Uh, and again, they said that the principal said they could not reference anything that happened before the 70s, including slavery, the Black Panthers, or the civil rights movement. They said it was intimidation by the school. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the uh, superintendent uh, released a statement uh, as well. Uh, let me see if I can pull this statement up so I can read it for y'all, uh, which uh, it's, it's just crazy. And just keep trying, I keep trying to explain to people, Matt, what's going on in this country and how these people are absolutely scared to death uh, of, uh, of history uh, that, that, that we tell and uh, because they don't, they don't actually want uh, to deal with uh, the reality. And so this is what uh, they say, the Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa County School System supports our students' right to peacefully demonstrate. A number of our Hillcrest High students have concerns about the culture within their school. We care deeply about our students and it's important that their concerns are heard. We're putting together a plan to make sure our students feel heard so we, so we know the right steps to put in place to ensure all students know that they are valued. Okay, Matt, this is real simple. Either they were ordered to do that or not. So I don't want to hear a damn thing about no plan, about hear our students. Were they ordered not to talk about anything happening before 1970? Yes or no? Exactly, period. That's the only question. Um, and the thing that doesn't make any sense to me at all about this situation is, you know, it seems like school boards and educational entities are just getting so brazen. I mean, what's the point of a history class if you're not going to teach history? Um, and we see that not only in Florida with the, the AP class that DeSantis is trying to attack, but what you see right now is you see primarily conservatives, let's be honest, trying to attack history and objective facts and make it likened to things that we know were objectively racist history. And what I mean is they try to teach you know, or try to liken the civil rights movement to the Confederacy. They aren't the same thing. So the idea that students would be ordered not to discuss anything at a program before 1970 is absurd because we're still dealing with racial issues today. And, you know, for them to try to spin it is, is just BS. We know that. And we're seeing it all around the country. And we're seeing, unfortunately, that politicians are able to leverage this in some places in Florida, here in Texas. There's an all-out assault on education and the idea that any education that makes people offended, irrespective of its truth, is something that should not be taught. And that's, you know, absurd, especially if we want uh, a citizenry that knows the actual truth of what happened in the past. But, but bottom line here, Kelly, I keep trying to explain to people, they want to attack every single institution. This is about white fear holding on to power. It really is, but it also in a ironic way is kind of funny and them thinking that black history ended after <laughs> 1970. Like, you know, I'm not going to get into this. I'm sure Michael is about to give us a breakdown as to what happened between 1970 alone. No, 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 he's not. Cause he only going to have 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that man like that. <laughs> now, look, I, I, right, right now y'all keep laughing. Y'all taking this time. I understand, but you understand my point. There are plenty of things that happened between 1970 and 2023 that people can talk about that will make white people just as uncomfortable, just as fidgety, right. just as, frankly, uh, guilty um, as, as, as things before 1970. So it, it's not something that is going to stop right. history from being told. You're just going to feel dumb about it either way. Right. Michael Kelly kept talking, so you only got 20 seconds to go. <laughs> CBS, CBS 42 has a story about this. And um, number one, they should sue that school. Number two, in the statement from the superintendent, they did not say 
the students are lying. They did not say it didn't take place. Right. So that right, leads right. That's, that's at least, at least somebody yeah. mm-hmm. that leads me to believe at least somebody at that got school it. has an authority position said that. Lastly, we my, need my, to Michael, have Michael, you ain't got no lastly. I told you okay. he had 20 seconds. You had 28. All right. I literally got to go to a break. I'll be right back. Roland Martin on the filter of the Black Star Network. <laughs> you can't be start with first, second. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> shows that, that Doc, why'd you hear it? I said as black men, and then they paint these monolithic portraits of us. They think that they're being painted by white people, and I got to tell you, there are a whole bunch of black folk right. that are that are the creators, right? The head writers, right? The directors of all of these shows, and that are still painting us as. Monoliths. The people don't really want to have this conversation. No, they don't. Next on Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, listen to this. Women of color are starting 90% of the businesses in this country. That's the good news. The bad news, as a rule, we're not making nearly as much as everyone else. But joining us on the next Get Wealthy episode is Betty Hines. She's a business strategist, and she's showing women how to elevate other women. I don't like to say this openly, but we're getting better at it. Women struggle with collaborating with each other. And for that reason, one of the things that I demonstrate in the uh, sessions that I have is that you can go further together if you collaborate. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Hey, I'm Dion Cole from Blackish. Hey everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, Unfiltered. We talk a lot on our show about the importance of uh, wealth creation, uh, understanding financial literacy, uh, and being able to take advantage of the opportunities. My next guest uh, was a high school dropout and father who launched the Financial Literacy Academy when he was his 18-year-old son, Timothy. Brandon Williams has overcome a whole lot. He found solutions to wealth barriers and created several business ventures. Brandon and Timothy, uh, they are founders of the CEO Financial Literacy Academy. Uh, and they join us uh, right now. I'm glad to have both of you here. So, first of all, so explain this academy. Um, exactly what is it? Okay. Uh, well, uh, the, the academy was created to get back in the community and help the community, the youth, break the financial curse in the community. Uh, and what I meant by that is, uh, you mentioned I dropped out of high school in the 11th grade. Uh, that was important because I didn't have any resources. 
And the and the reason we created the Financial Literacy Academy is because when your parents don't know the rules to money and they don't have any higher understanding about money, credit, finance, where do you go? And oftentimes I used to look to the street, you know, the guy with the answers on the street. And uh, we brought this uh, Financial Literacy Academy back so the kids wouldn't fall prey to the guys on the street so, that they thought had them. Right. So what exactly is the academy? What do y'all actually do? Okay. So it's a, a financial literacy and entrepreneurship academy. So we teach um, the youth. No, 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 no. Follow me here. When I say academy, is it is it an actual school? Is it a series of classes? Uh, is it so exactly what's the academy? Okay, so the, the academy is ran through after school programs. We partner with a national organization by the name of OIC, uh, and uh, it's a job training and entrepreneurship development academy. So we partner with about five schools, and we're in these schools in the after school programs teaching the entrepreneurship component as well as the financial literacy. How many schools? Finance. How many schools? Uh, we're, uh, we're in five schools right now, uh, three of them that are active. Where? Carroll City. Uh, in Miami-Dade uh, County, in Miami, Florida. Gotcha. Uh, and so how many students are you actually, are you actually teaching? Uh, we have about 85 students right now in the, in the classes. And that's not including the other two high schools that will come on mid-year. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, questions for my panel. Michael, you're first. Uh, hey, guys, look, this is great. I saw this uh, uh, article from blacknews.com. Just talk about some of the success story. I have a background in teaching entrepreneurship. Just talk about one or two of your biz biggest success stories um, uh, with the financial literacy program. Okay. Um, well, I think my biggest success story was with my son. Um, he, he was like the model student to it all. I mean, coming mm. out of, of the background and not having the knowledge, uh, it was like a dark road for me. Uh, so for him, everything I had learned from my experience of working in banking uh, at a local credit union here by the name of Space Coast Credit Union, uh, I was the loan officer there. Uh, so I got a chance okay. to ask people of different backgrounds, different races, um, and people of all different financial uh, different financial classes. Uh, I used to get the chance to pick their brain and see what they were doing differently than my mom and dad. Uh, so the things that I picked up that they were doing that my mom and dad didn't know to do, I started with my son, which was uh, looking outside of regular nine to five to earn income. Uh, right. And that uh, found us into entrepreneurship. Uh, so I started mm -hmm. working with my son uh, at the age of 16. Uh, we started building him a business uh, behind uh, around his gifts, his talents of what he wanted to do at that time. And we started to work on the business <laughs> credit as well as his personal credit by getting him added as an authorized user uh, to a few of our credit cards. So when he graduated high school, he graduated with a 700 credit score, ready uh, ready to approach the world the right way. Right, excellent, excellent, great job. Kelly. Hi, um, well, you kind of answered a little bit of my question in, in exactly how did you learn yourself, but out of what you learned that you now bestow upon your other students, what is the, outside of entrepreneurship, of course, what is the best piece of advice or singular advice that you receive that you still teach to others? Okay, well, uh, I, uh, in advice, um, one, one of the things that I've learned over time that I've gained, uh, that I got from my mentor that was a story, uh, and I always lead with my students with this story. 
uh, because in my house it was similar. So they gave me the story about um, the flies in a jar. And uh, they, they pretty much said the flies in a jar. Um, it, when the flies had kids, they did this experiment for a whole generation. The flies uh, had a cap, had a lid on the jar. Uh, so over time, once they took the lid off, the flies never attempted to fly above the lid. Uh, and even when those flies had kids, they act, the kids never attempted to raise above the bar, the imaginary ceiling that, that was there when their parents were younger. So I always, uh, the piece of advice I go into giving my, the kids that I, that I teach, that oftentimes if something that you want is not visible in your home, uh, you always have to know how to seek the resources to allow you to raise your lid so you can achieve more. So uh, that, that's one piece of advice I lead with, and that's what our Financial Literacy Academy was all about, uh, uh, helping these kids raise the lid of what they may or may not see at home. Uh, Timothy, go ahead and uh, share your thoughts. Is Timothy there? Can, can you hear me? I can hear you now for some all reason. Right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, just talk about your thoughts about the Academy. Oh, for sure. Could you reiterate the question? Yeah, just, uh, just share your thoughts about the Academy and its importance. Oh, for sure. Um, from young, uh, my, my father um, put into me the importance of entrepreneurship. So, you know, when I was in high school, around the ninth grade, I started selling candy and chips and different things. And at that point, I was making around 1500 bucks a month just going to school, back, back and forth to school. So I would even, even if I, I sold out every day, but if I didn't sell out on my 20-minute walk from school to home, I would sell out the rest because of all of the traffic. So just the importance of entrepreneurship and now teaching that to other kids in, in the school system is going to, you know, make society better as better overall. All right, then. Kelly, your question. I, I asked my question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt. So, so my question is just this. This is a brilliant program. Thank you for having it. Do you have a particular part of the program that discusses investing? And the reason I ask is because in our community in particular, I find that people are. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Afraid of investment, afraid of the stock market. Um, have Do you have a component that helps people familiarize themselves with it? Uh, yes, sir. And that's such a great question. Um, one of the things that when, when I was actually working with Timothy, two of the things he did when, from the moment he turned 18, one of them, he got his 215 license, which is his life, health and annuities. So he's a financial planner. He helps people understand the rules of money. Uh, and he also got a security guard license where at 18, he carries an, uh, an arm. He's an armed guard uh, making about 25 bucks an hour starting directly out of high school in addition to his entrepreneurial pursuits. Um, so th those things uh, in the financial area, Timothy and I uh, do seminars all the time, teaching people how to properly grow, protect, and save their money. Uh, and when we say, like you said, many people in our community are afraid of investment. And that's a, a part of going past that lid that we talked about. So oftentimes we're always in our community uh, teaching people how to protect what matters most. So. Um, I'm a real estate broker by trade. I have my real estate broker's license. Timothy has his financial service license. So in the real estate arena, we see, oftentimes see our people lose their property, oftentimes without wills, without trust, without anything mm -hmm. that maintains all of the hard sweat equity that they put in over time. So in the community, we work with people in the community, not only to get them licensed, uh, insured, health insurance, life insurance, mortgage protection. And if you ever heard of uh, that concept of becoming your own bank, uh, Timothy and I teach that concept through what they call the whole life infinite banking strategy. Um, and, and we teach how that uh, is a viable option for people in our community that may have never heard of how to make proper investments to protect their life. All right, then. Uh, if folks want to get more information uh, and look into something like that in their city, uh, where should they go? <clears throat> uh, yes, uh, they, they can go to BreakingTheFinancialCurse.com. Uh, also, they can follow us on Pastor Finance uh, at in Instagram. And they can also give us our, our main hotline a call at 305-849-2035. And, um, and Timothy's number direct. Uh, that handles everything else is 954-558-6587. All right, then. Well, look, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, thank you so very much for joining us, uh, and uh, good luck. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having appreciate us. Man. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Uh, <clears throat> hey, folks, uh, check this story out. A white woman who called to have her HVAC service uh, called the cops on the black technician who arrived to do the job. Alonzo Har Harmon shared this video to his TikTok profile 
uh, title. Here's a sample of what life is like being a black man in America. Watch this. I've never, I have never, ever dealt with a customer like this. She is on the phone with 911 right now. Look, look at her. She said I just threatened her. What threat, what, what threat did I make towards you? I'm Elizabeth. What threat did I make towards you, ma'am? Huh? <sighs> this is crazy. I've never, I already knew, I already knew what it was when I first got here, though. Because when I walked in the door, she was on tip. Her husband not even here. She's asking me pointless questions. I'm answering, though. Oh, God, you know, everybody who know me know I keep a professional. But I've never dealt with a customer like here, ever, ever. Oh, God. And I'm not going to leave. I'm going to wait till the police get here. That's what I'm going to do. Show up, talk to both of them, nobody arrested. That, that, somebody should be, that, the white woman should be arrested, Matt. <laughs> yeah, she should for a false report. Yes. And uh, I, I don't I don't even know what to say beyond this is absurd. I mean, he's got all the insignia indicating he works for the company, and she just wasn't pleased. The black man showed up at her at her door, so she called 911. And I chuckle, but I chuckle because it is so absurd. I mean, I don't even know what to say beyond it's it's abhorrent that a person would do this. And I'm glad that he decided to stay because I was thinking, you know, Obviously, if she says get off her property, leave her property so you don't have any trespassing issues. But I'm glad he decided to stay because the police come and they see that not only these kinds of things happen to black people, but if he had left, we might be looking at him trying to defend himself, right? Because who knows what she says when he leaves. So I think he took the right course in recording her and yep. making sure that it was clear he was not in any way menacing her. Uh, indeed. <clears throat> that's uh, that's what, what it means. Damn. A brother trying to work and still mm -hmm. uh, catching hell. We'll be right back, and we come back. We'll talk about Bethune Cookman having a new head football coach <clears throat> next to Roller Button Filter. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, a relationship that we have to have. We're often afraid of it and don't like to talk about it. That's right. We're talking about our relationship with money. And here's the thing. Our relationship with money oftentimes determines whether we have it or not. The truth is you cannot change what you will not acknowledge. Balancing your relationship with your pocketbook. That's next on A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, here at Black Star Network. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. An hour of living history with Dr. Richard Mariba Kelsey thinker, builder, author, and one of the most important and impactful elders in the African-American community. He reflects on his full and rich life and shares his incomparable wisdom about our past, present, and future. African genius is, is, is saying that my uncle was a genius, my brother was a genius, my neighbor was a genius. I think we ought to drill that in ourselves and move ahead rather than believing that I got it. That's next on The Black Table, here on the Black Star Network. Carl Payne pretended to be Roland Martin. Holla! Hi, I'm Chaley Rose, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered.
James Nicoli has been missing from Casa Grande, Arizona since January 29th. The 15-year-old is 5 feet 9 inches tall, weighs 161 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. Anyone with information about James Nicoli should call the Casa Grande, Arizona Police Department at 520-421-8700, 520-421-8700. Folks, uh, Bethune-Cookman has a new head football coach after all the drama uh, where they announced they were going to hire Ed Reed, but then, of course, they rescinded the hiring of Ed Reed. Now, on Wednesday, they announced Raymond Woody Jr. as their new head coach. As many of you know, I played football here at Bethune-Cookman in the early 90s and graduated in 1996 as an academic and football All-American. During college, I met my wonderful wife, Stephanie, of 23 years here. We have three amazing kids, Ray III, which is at, uh, he's at uh, Cal Berkeley, just graduated. Uh, Alana, my daughter, she's a freshman at University of Central Florida. And then Caden uh, Woody, who's, uh, he's an eighth grader. He decided to stay home and play in his basketball championship game. It feels so good to be home. I want to start by thanking President Dr. Drake and Athletic Director Reggie Thiers and the rest of the BCU administration for this opportunity. Over the years, I have held numerous coaching positions from the high school level to Division I institutions under Willie Taggart and have established amazing relationships throughout the state and across the country. As the next head football coach, I will have a strong focus on creating a winning culture. The academic, personal, and professional development of our players, recruiting the best and brightest from the state of Florida and from around the country, and enhancing our engagement with you all and the members of our university community. Now, in the first 30 days, I will examine and feel our staff individually equally committed to both on and off the field. Then I will meet with all the players individually and get an opportunity to know a little bit more about them as well as them knowing a little bit more about me. Next, team up with the athletics department, including academic, student development, marketing, facilities, and all departments that support us. We will discuss how we can collaborate to strengthen our football program and partnerships. Also, partner with the university community, including senior stakeholders, donors, boosters, alumni, the student body, and the university faculty and staff. I recognize that those relationships are vitally important. To achieve our program goals, our university community will play a pivotal role. You are the backbone of our program. All right, folks, Woody has worked at Florida Atlantic University, Florida State University, University of Oregon, and the University of South Florida. And so congratulations on that, and hopefully uh, he can turn that program around. They have not been very good the last few seasons. All right, folks, uh, Super Bowl is this weekend. Uh, uh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so let's go down the line. Uh, I'll start with you, Matt. Uh, who you got on Sunday? 
Uh, I hate the Eagles. I'm a Cowboys fan. So, uh, you know, I hate the Eagles. But I I honestly want Jalen Hurts to win. So, I want Jalen Hurts to win. That's my vote. <clears throat> wow, you're a trash-ass Cowboys fan. I should have known. See, now that you done talked about oh, Lord have mercy. Just, <laughs> ugh. Oh, yeah, matter, fact, matter of fact, I, I, I now want the Eagles to win just as y'all can have more pain. Uh, Kelly. <laughs> I mean, considering that most of my friends are Eagles fans, I'm, I'm just rooting for everybody black. Um, uh, yeah. Kansas City got a black quarterback. Like I said, <laughs> for everybody. There's a whole bunch of black players on Kansas City team. So you got, you got a pick, Kelly. Everybody black. That is somebody. Yep, I said what I said. That's that bullshit. Michael. I am wearing green. So Michael. So, Roland, uh, you know I haven't watched the NFL game since Colin Kaepernick left the league in 2017. You ain't watched I don't the watch the Super Bowl. I'm not watching the You ain't watched the NFL game because y'all got an amateur football team in Detroit. <laughs> oh, man. And that doesn't. That doesn't help, but that that, that <clears throat> wouldn't call if they were winning, I still wouldn't watch the NFL. I'm not watching the halftime show. And exactly what I predicted back in 2019 when the NFL co-opted Jay-Z is exactly what's gonna happen this Sunday. Remember, at first Jay-Z mm -hmm. told the top acts, don't perform in the don't perform for the Super Bowl because of Kyler Kaepernick's protest. I said when they co-opted Jay-Z, that was to go do a backdoor to Kyler Kaepernick to go get the top acts and who they have performing, Rihanna. I was correct. I would not be watching That's the game. That's who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Rihanna. <clears throat> is she against is she play is she performing against somebody? She she's at the game. I'm rooting for Rihanna. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. Uh, first of all, I think the Eagles are going to win. They got a much stronger defense. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. He's not going to be as mobile as he wants to be. Uh, so I have the Eagles uh, winning the Super Bowl. Uh, and uh, unlike Stephen A., I love Beyonce. I love Rihanna. I think Rihanna's going to put on a great show. Uh, and so uh, looking forward Probably to Probably will. That. Uh, so, mm -hmm. folks, uh, I got to go. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be in Virginia Beach. Uh, looking forward to uh, speaking uh, tomorrow. Give me one second real quick. Uh, I'm going to be at the giving the keynote speech at the Chesapeake Pearls Foundation. Uh, and so looking forward to that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I will not be here on Monday because I will be speaking live at Claflin University at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and so Robert Patillo is going to be hosting. Uh, do this here. Uh, make sure that punk ass Deontay is not a guest on Monday's show. Deontay Johnson. That's right. Uh, well, he needs to go to he needs to go to see a dentist before he comes back. Uh, after we knocked his after we knocked his teeth out last time with his craziness, but he's probably somewhere in witness protection with Philip. <laughs> J. Philip Clay. <laughs> Phillips, Phillips somewhere in Plainfield, because you know damn Jay well, you know damn well, he ain't, ain't nobody in Indianapolis ever seen Philip. Nobody. Nobody. But he, we put his ass in witness protection, y'all. He done protected his tweets, his Instagram posts. Uh, that boy to move out of the country. All right, y'all. Uh, that's it. Again, clap, and I'll see y'all on Monday. AKs in Virginia Beach, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm flying out literally in two and a half hours. And so I got to go. Y'all know how we do it. We end the show. Michael, uh, Kelly, Matt, I appreciate it. Uh, Cowboys, hashtag hey, Cowboys. Deal with it, Matt. I got to go.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.